How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. When I grow up, I do not want to be like Bailey and Curly. No way. I have higher standards than that. They make me laugh. At the same time, scare the shit out of me. What will they say next? Welcome to the roller coaster world of Bailey and Curly. Unfiltered. While this voice may be artificial, the unfiltered musings from our hosts certainly are not. Make yourself comfortable, grab a drink, and let's get unfiltered. Here's your hosts, Bailey and Curly. How are you? It's uh, Curly and Bailey here for Curly. Bailey and Curly Unfiltered. And we're up to, I think, Bales. I think we're Hang up on, to let, episode let me, nine. Let me have a little look. Is it nine, is it? I think so. I think just off the top of my head, that's the number that seems to be popping in. Uh, yes. Our last episode one was. Nine. Uh, yes. Last one so was ha- third of. So how you been? You've been free as a bird down there in Melbourne, which is uh, a bit of a difference. So what's been happening? Yeah, no, it's been good. It's like sort of forget that uh, COVID's happening. Yeah. Now that now that everything's open and like I've sort of zoned off. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Everything's everything's open, which is good. Like mental health's gone up. Yeah. It's it's just good to. Uh, you don't realise how bad it was until <laughs> you're back to how we are now. Yeah. You know. Can you get to, to a pub? Yeah, I went out for dinner, got on the yeah. beers. <laughs> and uh, that was that was a weird experience because I got I there early. Imagine. I got there early and, uh, you know, one of my friends were in there yet. They weren't. They literally would. As soon as I walked in the door, they would come in straight behind me. And yeah. I remember asking the lady, like, what are the rules at the pub? Like, you know, oh, you know, you have to, like, your QR code. Yeah. And, yeah, you have to wear your mask from the bar to the toilet, which no one did anyway. And um, <laughs> But other than that, it felt pretty normal apart from the checking in and table yeah. service. I, I think it's crazy. Um, have you got a fan or something going on? There's a bit of clicking. On, in yeah, the do you want me to turn it off? Yeah, go, yeah, I just nah. turned mine off, so we're going to have to sweat through this one. Oh, good. So. <laughs> what I'm going to do is um, <laughs> I'll take this off. All right. Um, and that's a visual for the podcast listeners. So. That is a visual. Everyone can see how sunburned I'm. I'm Absolutely. Everywhere. So what I find... Interesting around this whole concept of masks. Um, America's getting like a a zillion cases each and every day, and everyone's got to wear a mask everywhere. And then 
we saw the case in um, with you guys. I'm still getting that clicking, so I don't know whether it's uh, my issue or what. But anyway, we'll soldier on. Um, I apologise to the listeners if the clicking comes out. Oh, um, I can't. So, I can't hear anything. So hopefully we're yeah. all good. Yeah. So yeah. So what I, I I just find it amazing that these cases seem to be multiplying the more we wear masks. So I haven't even we haven't even thought of wearing masks up here in Queensland. And no, even you... we're encouraged to. We just well, no one does. So. No. It's funny today I walked because the latest for us is we don't have to wear them outside anymore. Okay. Well, that's positive. Yeah, and today, you know, I'll, 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 when I, you know, from my car into the shopping center, I won't wear it. And then as soon as I get in the shopping center, I put it on. But today it was funny. There was a, an elderly couple. And as, when this lady walked past me, she put her face, she, she literally held the mask in front of her face when walking oh my past God. me. I turned around, she put it down. It's like. That's going to give you so much protection. Yeah, that's the thing. And, um, but I, that's I what up... fear does. That's what fear does. We've created this whole... We've created a monster. We so. have. Something I put up today, and I've been very, very quiet on the socials lately. Yeah. Um, I said, instead of starting a war, they created a virus. That's okay. something. That's something, yeah. I've heard, that's something I've heard. But I also attached it to a photo... Yeah, which says if the first lockdown worked, why a second one? If the first lockdown didn't work, why a second one? Yeah, when yeah. you really when you really think about that, if the first one had worked, then you really shouldn't need a second one. Yeah, and if you've done a lockdown that didn't work, why would you do something again that didn't work? Yeah, and and it just really worries me. And and as you know, I was due to be in Adelaide last weekend, but yeah, um, that, and that. crazy. On Sunday, we uh, have we're talking with the event company that we're doing the workshop through. We're all excited. Monday morning, we fill out our our border declaration from the, from the South Australian end. Yep. So yep. all the paperwork. We turn on the radio while we're having a coffee and they say 17 new cases of COVID in Adelaide. And I said to Sharon, I reckon we won't go. I reckon we'll shut the borders with that. And at 2 o'clock that day, Anastasia shut the borders. So, um, but See, that, that's the fucked up thing. There's it is. Like, it, as of next week, everywhere's open to Victoria. I'm not sure about Northern Territory, but... Once these borders are open, their plan is to keep them open. But while we're sort of still in that, there's this close, open, close, open. Yeah. And well, well, the thing up here in Queensland, so all of a sudden we've had this huge influx of holiday booking. You know, if you read the paper and the papers are saying the the surge in accommodation and holiday booking and rentals, has it's, it's been through the roof. The yep. reality, however, the reality is that none of that's guaranteed because of the way that the Queensland government has operated during this COVID time. So all of those people could fundamentally lose their dough if all of a sudden New South Wales has a breakout or Victoria has a breakout or, heaven forbid, Queensland has a breakout um, because the, 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 the only thing that's going to stop that is this time... There was like 80%, there were some polls done and there was 80% of Queenslanders 
that said we should not have shut the border with South Australia. Yeah. Which is a huge turnaround, huge turnaround from everyone voting Anastasia back in to keep us all safe. Um, there was just a chain reaction of people saying, no, that's too soon, guys. It's sad. And... We, we got to live with this, so... Exactly right, what you said. We have to live with it. And 17, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of people in South Australia complaining. And obviously, I'm from there. And I sort of, like I said, I haven't been on social media much, not posting. And for like obvious reasons, but one would be I'm assuming a lot of SA people would have been complaining when they went into a six day lockdown. Six yeah. fucking days, which turned into four. <laughs> yeah. And my reaction would be like, just shut up. You've got nothing on us. Like, we went through fucking hell and back here in Victoria. And it, it would, it's probably the right thing for him to do, to hit it hard, hit it early. And and based around that young fellow with the pizza shop who, who said yeah. that he contracted it. Now, that in itself has so many ramifications. I mean, he this guy's working multiple jobs He's trying to do the right thing for his family. And, and of course, the last thing he wants is to suddenly be out of work or not be able to work because the place where he works is shut down. So so we, we almost compel people that to lie when it comes to contract tracing. You know, Yeah, like of, you're, you're getting treated like a criminal if you have the virus. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's um. there's a long way to go with this, as we both know, mate. Hey, yeah, so. there is. And with the vaccines coming in for international travel or you have to do a 14-day quarantine at your own expense. It's, Can uh, you imagine that? I mean, are we serious that you've got to have a jab before we jump on a plane? Are we... Like, to me, that just is such a far-fetched overreaction. It is, and because if everyone said no, then no one's going to travel, then the economy is just going to crumble even more. Yeah, what are we going to do, jump on a boat? Is it the same thing as <laughs> jump on a boat? Or, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, and the thing with the South Australia border closures, right? So what I found, like WA opened the borders to SA and they were open for a grand total of two hours before they were closed again. So oh, in that, really? In that, in that two-hour period, there were people on a plane because, of course, they got advance notice that the borders were opening. Of course, There were people yep. on a plane from Adelaide to WA only to land when they got to Adelaide, WA, Perth, to be told they either have got a quarantine now for two weeks at their expense or they jump on a plane and go back to Adelaide. I mean, how so, confused would those people have been? And then, so that's fucked. And then we've got people on the, is it the Garn train? And they're going from Adelaide oh, yeah. to Darwin. Yeah. They get they get stopped at Alice Springs, marched off the off the train, put into a quarantine unit, and then the train's turned around and sent back to Adelaide with them. So that's like, fucked. It, that, it's it's the, ridiculous. It's a knee-jerk reaction, and they just can't keep doing that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're we're a nation of 26 million people. 17 people get a virus. And, I mean, this, you know, everyone says it's a deadly, deadly virus, but you look at the stats and every stat tells us it's not as deadly as what we're being made to believe. And um, for the listeners, we're going to get into weight loss very soon. Yes, sorry. We did, we are. No, we are very soon. But before we get into it, something that sort of, um, sort of goes with weight loss in this. I had I was having this conversation with um, 
a girl the other day and she was like, seeing, I was like, oh, like she was talking about coronavirus and she knew all the information and I said, oh, you must watch the news a lot. And she's like, nah, I read a lot. And then she was trying to say how deadly it was. And I said, it's the confirmation bias, which is just because mm. you've done a lot of research on something, you you then believe it. Yeah. And then you think that that's the truth. And that's a lot of things with weight loss. And we will get into that shortly. Yeah. But, you know, she's like, oh, you know, a Broadway um, actor, performer got it. And he got into a coma and all that stuff. And it got into his lungs and... One thing I wish I said to her, because it came to me five minutes after I've left, <laughs> yeah. not every, not everyone that gets the virus is going to die. Yeah. Not everyone that gets it is going to go to a coma, and that's anything in life. Yeah. Like, people talk about sugar being so addictive. No, it's not. Some people, yeah, they might eat it and then they can't stop, but for others, we can have a chocolate bar, a Mars bar, and then that's it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's I, and that and that's everything. I agree. And just because one, you know, just because a thirty-year-old died from COVID, and you know, there have been a couple of cases where that has been the case. They're the exceptions. It's not the rule. Yeah. You know, and and that's that's the thing. It's like it's not everyone who crosses the street gets struck by a car. So, yeah. but but every now and again someone does. So that doesn't mean that we stop crossing the road. It exactly. You know. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, it just continues to amaze me. And you know, the American election has just been such an eye-opening thing. Um, you know, whichever side of politics that you're on, whoever you support. I mean, while I saw some amazing stat that something like eighty percent of Republicans, which is Donald Trump's side. Yep. Do believe that the election was flawed and uh, rife with fraud. And, that, you know? and that's and because so, they're Trump Trump supporter. Yeah, and and but no matter which way you cut and dice it, seventy odd million, seventy four million of people voted for Trump, and out of them, eighty percent of them believe that the election was a fraud. So that is a huge chunk of American people that are sitting there not accepting or or just believe that the system's fucked. And then you've got, like, the, the other side. Like, I still cannot believe fundamentally that over 80 million people voted for Joe Biden. Now, mm. in, in recent history, the most popular president has been Obama, right? By a long yeah. shot. But he also had some severe people that didn't like what Obama was doing. So he got nowhere near those votes. And then we've yeah. got Joe, who stumbles over words, who's going to be the oldest president when he gets through <laughs> his first term. And apparently, yeah. apparently, 80 million, there's so much stuff that doesn't make sense. And if I was an American, I would be wanting them to investigate what the fuck happened. Yeah, me you, too. Just, you just cannot say that people voted to get out of Trump. You know, that's just a broad statement here, and there's just so many things that don't make sense. Anyway, let's talk weight loss, because as you know, I, I stuffed my back again the other day, fell off you that did. ladder back in um, oh, shit. A, couple, a couple of weeks back, jolted my back, and I've jolted it twice this week so far. So I'm in, I'm in some serious hurt <coughs> at the moment. 
And I keep thinking to myself, my gut probably doesn't help me. So I've got to be <laughs> gut at the moment. The COVID belly. The COVID. So, oh, so how you been going with it? Because we, for some of the listeners that may not know, we initially met through weight loss. Yeah, and happy Thanksgiving, by the way. Yeah, to all those people who can't who can't have Thanksgiving in the States. Yeah. So yeah, for those that don't know, me and me and Tony. We met through yeah. a, a weight loss program. Organisation, yeah. Organisation, we'll say. Yeah. And for me, I don't know about you, Tony, This is I'm actually really excited to talk to you about this because we actually haven't spoke about this. So yeah. for me, that was the first time I'd ever tried to lose weight. Yeah. Yeah, so I was 20 and, you know, I lost 48 kilos in three years. And great story. Yeah. How, how much did you lose? I, I went when, when I was um, doing the program, I started at about 105 and my lowest ever weight was 79.3. So yeah. Wow. About yeah. 25 kg. So yeah. Yeah. And, um, but I, I really, I really struggled because you know, this program, it was all about protein, carbs were bad, you, yeah. had to eat, you, had to, you had to eat six meals a day, and coming from someone who's never lost weight before, yeah, like, and it, and it quote-unquote worked, I'm like, this is amazing. You know, I thought protein burn, burn fat, I yeah. thought carbs stored as water and fat, and yeah all this stuff and you know i got to a point where i end up you know gaining weight again yeah and i think 2015 i sort of didn't try at all yeah and then 2016 i end up doing uh like a juice fast after watching that netflix thing fat sick and nearly dead and i think i lost about 18 kilos doing that but then I, you know, went back up again. And when we met, we met in, yeah. I think we met at the end of 2016. Yeah, it would have been, yeah. Yeah, I actually got to a really bad place. Like, I, I smashed out 23 kilos in 10 weeks. Wow. Yeah, but I wasn't eating, man. I wasn't eating. Yeah. I'd, go yeah. days with, I'd go days without food. Yeah, that's not be- good. Because I'm like, I can't fucking eat protein anymore. I can't yeah. do it. There's got yeah. to be another way, and I, I can't do tuna. Yeah, I, I cannot look at a tin of tuna. So, um, and yet I know tuna is great for me because every time I'd eat a tin of tuna, in my mind I could feel the just the fat, the fat getting eaten away. But yeah. now it's uh, it's got to be a really tough day in paradise or a great day in paradise for me to open up a tin of tuna. So. So have you done much research since losing the weight and the organisation uh, that we, we both we both did? I think the biggest thing around weight loss and ha- has to do... I mean, most programs will work from what I can gather. So, you know, and most of them make some sense, yeah? I mean, on a recent podcast, you talked about energy out 
and energy in, right? It, which, that works. That That's it, the basis of Weight Watchers. So, so that works. You know, you've got Atkins, which works. You've got Keto, which works. You've got... You, there's a the programs itself work. It's what happens between the six e- inches between our ears that's the challenge because well, we sabotage ourselves. This is what really gets me angry. And when I when I discovered calories in versus calories yeah. out, calorie deficit. Like now, when I hear t- people talking about weight loss, I have to bite my tongue because it just makes me so angry. Because things like Atkins, things like keto, yeah. they all work the same. You have to yeah. be in a calorie deficit. Yeah. You can gain weight on keto. You can yeah. gain weight on Atkins. And that's what really fucking pisses me off with these weight loss companies and weight loss shakes. They yeah. say, do this to lose weight. Like, no one's missing weight loss shakes. That's not the reason why you're overweight. You've consumed, excuse me, too many calories over a long yeah. period of time. Yeah. And yep. this whole, I'm just going to do a quick Google search so I can read it <laughs> word for word because, you know, people yeah. bang on about insulin and fucking, unless you're a type 1 diabetic, you don't need to worry about your insulin being low or cutting out sugar. Like, I think the mm. people that lose the weight and maintain it are the people that keep it off because they haven't yeah. restricted. And, yeah. You know, eating protein six meals a day. I got, I got a really, um, you know, I was afraid of carbs. I was yep. so afraid of carbs. And yep. you know, you eat fucking six days a week. You're eating protein, and then you get this cheat meal. Like, it gave <laughs> me the biggest fucking anxiety because I would literally, yeah, I would write down what I was going to eat. Yeah, and I look, I look wow. back now. I'm like, that's stupid because you're restricting yourself. From the things you love, and I just mm. fucking go nuts on all yeah. the food I couldn't have. Yeah. So you're thinking about everything that you can't. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's one of those days where your to-dos are all over the place. On today's list, a teeth cleaning at 6 a.m., returning the not-so-fake cowhide rug at 9, scooping up a vintage stereo from Marketplace in Bethesda, at first to show up with Cash PM, and picking up Cousin Rick at Reagan at 3 a.m. Zip if, odd errands, at odd hours. With Zipcar, you can book cars near you in D.C. anytime you want, with gas included, which makes days like this, well, just another day. Join and drive in minutes at Zipcar.com. Have instead of, yeah, it's it's one hundred percent how you live with a mindset, and the mindset really is one of, um, in respect of the food that we eat is for our fuel. It should fuel us, but too many people find solace and satisfaction in food. I I know I do. I I, I enjoy the odd occasional beer, and I there's nothing, beer, and there's nothing wrong with that. And, and that's, I, but I know beer is not good for my 
for my COVID belly at the moment. So, oh, so it, it's about trying to understand how it all fits and then living a life that's going to be authentic. So, Driving past the gym yesterday, do you want to lose the COVID kilos? Oh, that, <laughs> it, it made me so fucking angry. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to read this here. This is the yeah. definition. Yeah. Met- metabolism is the process by which your body converts what you eat and drink into energy. Yeah. And there's this fucking weight loss people that speed up your metabolism. You don't need to speed it up. Yeah. If you're eating 3,000 calories a day and only burning 2,000, yeah, you're, gonna... you're not going to lose weight no matter how yeah. fast your metabolism is. Yeah. 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 It's, um, it is, it's a world that's wrought with people looking for a quick fix. It is. And, and and wanting to solve a problem. But the reality is, you know, I'm quite open. I've, I've put on um, uh, a bit of weight since my days with um, that particular company. And, and I know that something has to fundamentally change if I'm going to get some of that weight off again. But um, so I know the process, but you know the thing that has to change is my approach to it so yeah and so i when i when we first met and we had breakfast yeah i wasn't eating i was not eating and i didn't tell anyone i think maybe one or two people knew like i kept it very quiet people had their um what's the word they thought what's the word i'm trying to they had their suspicions yeah because I was probably losing it very, very quick in a very yep. short period of time. Yep. Like, I'd go days without eating. My yep. longest not eating was like nine days. Yeah. And because I'm like, I can't fucking eat protein. There's got to be another, uh, a better way to lose weight. And, and because you, we demonize carbs and you can't eat protein, well, there's not much choices oh, left then pretty much that's what i got down to i'm like mm. you know i went from eating protein a day cheat meals being afraid of carbs to then a juice thing to then gaining yeah. the weight back and why people go from um weight loss thing to weight loss thing is because every diet works it's just how long you can sustain it for and yeah and that comes know, back to our approach and our mindset um, yeah. interest, interesting when we talk about mindset, I, I know when I was at that, you know, that stage where I was in the low 80s and I was doing, you know, body sculpt programs that were part of that yeah. company that we were part of. <laughs> um, but it was, it was really interesting because I was walking around and internally I was identifying with the fact that I was, you know, 82.1 because the point's always... Very important, isn't it, when you lose? It is, it is. I'm, I'm 82.4 or 82.3. Um, and then I, would, it, I I was thinking, okay, I'm wearing a mend, a medium size shirt. I've got my, the pants are a 32. So instead of me being Tony, I was 82.1 in a pair of 32 shorts and yeah. wearing a medium shirt. Yeah, that, that, was, that was how I was identifying with myself. Yeah, I and, remember that. And, I got and, to um, 87.9, so yeah. Well, 87.9, yeah, you've got to be... Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's I'm, not 88. No, nah. fuck that. I'm 87.9. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, but once it, it's a mindset scenario that you've just... It, it, it can really um, fuck you over if, if you really 
you lose your identity, you know, and that's one of the biggest challenges. You've got to find that healthy balance in your life mm. where you do have that, you know, I, if you're one of those people in the world that don't have to lose weight, that's awesome. If you've got that balance already right, that's wonderful and beautiful. I would say the vast majority of people in the world probably could lose maybe a little bit or, or become more healthy and more active. And you've just got to find time to do it. You can't use excuses. You can't get on the piss if you've had a bad day. You can't go eat a chocolate cake just because someone yelled at you at work or something. Because that's the behaviours that keep us bound in those those things. So. But even, I'm not dissing you here, but even you saying chocolate cake, foods like there is no good and bad food and that's well like, a whole like, chicken a whole chicken <laughs> a whole chicken a whole yeah. fucking tub of broccoli a whole chicken, chicken. <laughs> I, I don't know if a tub of broccoli is going to hurt you a great deal but fucking <laughs> no. you'd be good to get through a tub of it i tell you <laughs> fucking i'd have to put some cheese sauce on it i reckon <laughs> yeah have um have some broccoli with your cheese sauce <laughs> um so, yeah, I went from, I think, was it 120 kilos to 97? Yeah. And then, obviously, I couldn't not eat anymore. I, yeah. I stayed I stayed the same, usually, throughout 2017. I, yeah. I, stayed, I stayed the same, still not knowing about calories, had no idea. Yeah. And, um... 2018 was when I was like, all right, I really need to do some research now. And at the same time, keto was popping up on my feed and I was like <laughs> fucking diving into keto. I never did it because one, I under, I was misinformed about what I thought it was. I thought it was just because, you know, the organization, the organization we did that company, you know, you couldn't eat fat. You had to eat the lean meat, which is what I always mm. did. And then I, then I thought keto was, oh, yeah, you can eat the full-fat burgers, the full-fat sausages. But I come across this guy on YouTube who had, who had lost a lot of weight and calories in versus calories out. And then I started just going through this other rabbit hole of calorie deficit and what it was. And for anyone that doesn't know, a calorie, all it is is a unit of measurement. It's just like mm. money. It's just like yeah. money. You can't earn two thousand dollars a week and save three thousand. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. And I was like, oh my god! And look, binging. We all binge from time to time. I've sort of, sort of realised that you know we all in. in well, it depends what you what you call binging. Like I said back in the day with the old cheat meal, I'd go nuts because I just restricted <laughs> myself. Then when I learned when I learned about calories, I was like, yeah. "What? I can eat carbs. I can eat chocolate." Yeah. So I I got to a really good. Um, I was doing pretty well. I only lost about ten kilos, but I did that eating chocolate, mm. like eating carbs, and I I fucking live on chocolate. But yeah. you know, not for very long because I knew you know a Mars bar's about two hundred fifty four calories and. I was like, oh, okay, I'm still hungry after eating that, so I'm gonna yeah. eat, you know, chicken or steak or whatever. And then, yeah, it was good. And then I started, you know, gaining weight in 2018. I've just, I've struggled since, you know, 
I've made excuses. And um, but yeah, since we've spoken last, I've lost five kilos, which is good. Now that you know things are open, it's just my mental health's just gone up. And yeah. you know, I'm out hiking, I'm out skateboarding, and that's yeah. a very and that's a very important thing. Like, if um, anyone out there wants to, there's a couple of um, personal trainers I'm going to name drop here on Instagram. There's at uh, James Smith PT. The Fitness Chef and Syat Fitness—they're all great blokes I follow, and I think personal trainers. I think some of them, most of them, are—they're good because, like, oh, the weight loss industry makes makes me angry. And yeah. I remember when I learned about calories, I spoke to a few people yeah. in that organisation <laughs> that we were yeah. a part of, and I said, "Hey, did you gain weight?" And they took it the wrong way, and then. That got to the uh, the creator of the organisation, and I got a phone call from him, and I was just like, okay, whatever, I'm done. You know, I was trying to do my own research because I think mm. a lot of people that did that did gain the weight, and yeah. now I understand understand why. Well, the world's getting fatter, and and the industry <laughs> growing. So, what does that tell you? So, yeah, exactly. Um, and like, there's just so many my weight loss bullshit miss out there like what's the best exercise for weight loss how do you lose belly fat like you can't you can't say to your body i want to lose it from there or you know your mind's a pretty your mind's a pretty powerful thing but i don't know if it's that powerful no it's not otherwise all all of us men would be walking around incredibly happy with other parts of our body if we could just change the size based on what we were thinking Exactly, and I yeah. think you need to find an exercise that you love. Yeah, just just like eating the foods that you love. But yeah. you know, I, I track my calories. I I've done it enough now to to not track if I wanted to, but I yeah. still track to keep myself accountable. And yeah. you know, I love hiking. I love going out on a skateboard. Like yeah. that's being active. Like you know people think swimming or running's good for weight loss but if you hate running you're not going to stick to it well there's a guy out there um he's called the 300 pound runner and he's created a he's a really cool dude and he's created a a community called the slowest fuck runners so <laughs> his brand is slow af so you know yeah. and and he's uh He's got the turtle on it and whatnot. So, but he's been in the spotlight now for for years. He runs because he wants to run. He doesn't run yeah. to lose weight, and he's still a big boy. And one of the interesting things about him, and you know, when you talk about the concept of personal branding, I was on a subway in sorry on the on a train in Tokyo, and I'm yeah. looking up at the screen, and there's an ad for Adidas coming on. And there's this guy, the slowest fuck runner, the the big three hundred pound kilo um, African American dude, running as part of, sponsored by Adidas. So, For those that don't live in Queensland, we also pronounce it Adidas. Oh, well, I call it Adidas. <laughs> Adidas. So, Adidas. So, so, but yeah, very interesting, and and you know that shows you the power of what you can do when you are authentic and when you are what you are no one's pinpointing this guy as a 
as the world's best body, and he's certainly not doing that. But he's he's resonated with this whole group of people who don't run fast. So yeah. he's built a brand. He's sponsored see, by some of the majors. Away he goes. He's laughing. See, you love running, don't you, Tony? Um, it's not my favourite thing to do, but I enjoy it because you enjoy uh, it, and I and I enjoy it because the challenge it brings. You know, there's, yeah. You know, there's less than one percent of people in the world have completed a marathon, right? So less than one percent. I'm yeah. in that, and I've completed four now. So well, yeah. You know, you it's it's always a stretch, and every time, every marathon I've done. You get to about that halfway mark and you're thinking, I don't know if I can keep going. I, I don't know if this is the one that I'm going to miss. I'm go- I'm not going to finish this one. And then all of a sudden you get rid of the inner sook. That's just my inner sook coming out saying, this is hard. <laughs> this is hard. And you just go, and it's like everything in life. Once it gets hard, you either say, oh, well, it's too fucking hard. Where's the cheat sheet? Or... You say no, bugger it! I'm going to get through it. So yeah, um, so yeah, I I won't say it's my most favourite thing in the world, but I do yeah. enjoy the challenge that it brings because you've got to overcome that, and if you don't overcome it, you've got to live with yourself. So yeah, yeah. Do yeah. your legs ever? Do your legs ever give way? Oh mate, my calves are shocking. <laughs> and, and once again, we're we're talking about the reality of of weight loss. Um, you know, I'm probably carrying maybe 10, 15 more than what I would like. Yeah. So um, the reality is all of that. And if I haven't got my core muscles strong and if I haven't got my glutes strong, all of that is being held together by these tiny little fucking calf muscles. Yeah. So no wonder they go, no wonder they tear, no <laughs> wonder they pop because they're just saying, guys, I'm sick of doing all the work. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I think one thing I learned from weight loss is mental progress matters too. Yeah. Like I went from being afraid of carbs to yeah. to actually really enjoying them and not being afraid anymore. Like when yeah. I lost that ten kilos, having yeah. cho- having chocolate in my diet, I'm like, Mate, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm like, and that sort of just wiped out this good and bad food like i was having a conversation with a guy the other day who's i think he's lost 20 kilos this year and i was explaining calories this is why i don't say a fucking thing to anyone anymore um unless we're on a level like this because yeah i was explaining i said calories are calories like 100 calories in a mars bar is the same as chicken i was saying to him like a you know this is how you know how many mars bars i've had i know there's 254 calories in a mars bar <laughs> and i was explaining to him i said if you've got a mars bar of 254 calories or you've got a plate of chicken and and vegetables there's no good or bad choice just if you eat the chicken and vegetables you're probably going to feel more filling because you've got the protein yeah it's a it's a larger meal rather than a mars bar but there's nothing wrong with having a mars bar he turns around and goes, oh no chicken's bad Fuck chicken Chicken's bad for fuck's sake, he reckons. Well, and he's probably a vegan or an animal activist. Well, <laughs> I just think that... I just think if people have lost weight not eating, say, chicken, they think yeah. chicken's bad. They demonise it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like, I drink Coke, no sugar, and, um, you know, people think that's bad or that's bad. Yeah. 
like was saying earlier, like, you know, I, I track my calories and there's probably a small percentage of people that track their calories who are going to get an eating disorder, who are going to become really obsessive mm. with it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I don't track sauces or butter or things like that. Yeah. You know, but for like the larger population, this tracking calories is going to be fine. And and there's always going to be that, that person that gets obsessive. Absolutely. I, I know people that weigh their meals. I know people are talking macros and micros. We've got the keto. I mean, ultimately, you've got to find what's something that's going to work and something that's going to fit in with your life. You, you cannot allow a diet to overrule everything. And you can't always say, I, I can't eat that. That's bad. That's why I fucking... That's why I hate yeah. keto. So yeah. I fucking hate keto. Like, there's this guy, this is an Australian comedian, and someone seen him in Woolworths, right, and took a photo of him. And on the conveyor belt, it was where you take your trolley through. There was, like, wheat fix or something. And this yeah. comedian does keto. He lost weight on keto. Yeah. And he posted the photo, I think, or someone posted it, and someone commented, oh, did you get yourself some wheat fix, did you? He's like, nah, man, I'm, I'm keto. Like the fact that you've got to um, justify it, yeah. Even justify. though, it, even though it wasn't his cereal, but even yeah. that—that's why I fucking hate keto. And, People that do keto can who fuck gives off. that person the right to do that? And yeah, to point the finger and judge. I mean, that's just bullshit. So, and I and um, I know I've been a fucking asshole in my mind to people. You know, if someone says I'm doing keto, and yeah. then they're and then they're eating bread. In my mind, I'm like, ah, aren't you keto? Why are you eating bread? And that's why restrictive diets are fucking stupid. And you won't stick to it. You won't. Like the thing that we did, the protein. I did yeah. that. I did that for, well, let's just say, four years. Four years. You think that would be sustainable? Four years. Yeah. But it's it's not. It's not because it led me to fucking having really bad anxiety yeah. when it came to carbs. It came yeah. to me getting in arguments with people over eating pasta and. Yeah, where calories in, calories out. You choose the foods you want. Yeah. Like yeah. meal plans are fucking stupid because if I create a meal plan for you, I'm yeah. pretty much telling you what I like to eat, not what you yeah. like to eat. Yeah, and you know things like twelve week challenges, thirteen week challenges, eight week challenges. They've all got an end date, and and the whole point of having a healthy life is to not have an end date. You you want to live as long as you can and you want to have a healthy, sustainable thing. Hey, Maddie, we've run out of time. I did say half an hour. We've actually gone 10 minutes over already. So oh. I've got to run. As you know, I've got to really crook back. As always. All good, all good mate. Always good to see you. Get you too, passionate buddy. about that bloody weight loss. It's good to see you out. Fuck about. Yeah. It's always good to see you. Maybe next time. I may not be in so much pain, but, um, you know, it's it's been good having a chat. It's been good having it's a laugh. It's been good, mate. It's been good. Episode 9, In the Can. So um, click that subscribe button, do your feedback, send it to people you don't like. We had our first negative one-star review. I was just How about is to thank that? I was just about to thank you for the one-star review. Seriously. <laughs> no, seriously, that person, I want to thank you because... It's a reflection on you that you've had to go out of your way to give us a one-star review. We made an impact. We did. Yep. 
there, there's people out there not making an impact. We're making an impact. We've got uh, a five-star and a one-star, so we're on our way. So, All right, Matty, until next time, you take All care. Right. You too, mate. See ya. Thank God that's over. If you didn't like it, leave a review to warn others or share it with people you want to annoy. If you did like it, I'm sorry, you cannot be helped, so you may as well leave a good review. I guess the boys will appreciate it. As Curly would say, don't be an asshole. Hopefully, I won't see you next time. Goodbye.